0: Few things rip the heart out more than learning about your spouse's infidelity. Adultery is a painful betrayal of love. Spiritual adultery happens when we betray our love for God, placing our trust in someone or something other than the one true God. The story of Hosea and Gomer illustrates how Israel engaged in spiritual prostitution when she ran to other nations for the help that God had promised and that he alone could deliver. The New Testament warns Christians not to act like spiritual adulterers. James writes, You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. I'm Ron Jones, and this is something good.
1: Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of Something Good with Dr. Ron Jones, lead pastor at Atlantic Shores Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. My name is Brian, thanks for dropping in. Today, Ron launches road trip number five of his teaching series, Route 66, the ultimate road trip through the Bible. We begin with the book of Hosea, which we find two unusual love stories. One between Hosea and his wife, Gomer. The other between God and the nation of Israel. Stay with us now or stop by our new digital streaming platform at somethinggoodradio.org to listen to the broadcast on your schedule, that's somethinggoodradio.org. You can also listen and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Atlantic Shores Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where he serves as lead pastor, here's Ron with today's Something Good Radio message, Hosea, God's loyal love.
0: I often hear people say that Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship, a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And while that is true, I believe it still undersells what the Bible invites us uh, to experience. The God of the Bible is the most romantic being in the universe. Can I say that again? The God of the Bible is the most romantic being in the universe. By nature, he is love. First John chapter four tells us that. God is love. It doesn't say God acts in a loving way. No, God is love. By nature, he is love. And likewise, life, marriage, sex, and romance were his ideas. He created that. We didn't come up with it. God created it. Thus, the Christian faith is exceedingly more personal than mere religion. And it is far more passionate than a platonic relationship. Christianity invites us to experience a divine romance with our Creator, who created us in His image. Genesis says, male and female, the book of Hosea, which is our next stop on the ultimate road trip through the Bible, makes this abundantly clear. This is uh, romance territory. Uh, Hosea is. Now in the New Testament, the church that Jesus Christ is building is called the Bride of Christ, Ephesians chapter 5. We've heard that before. You know, we in the church, were the Bride of Christ. There's that romantic language there. This is no mere platonic relationship. There's a romance involved here. In the Old Testament though, Hosea uses that same marriage imagery to describe Israel's relationship with God, as broken as it is. However, the story of Hosea and Gomer, as I said, is no Romeo and Juliet kind of story. This is Hosea and Gomer. Strap on your seatbelts this morning, because as we talk about God's loyal love, it will be illustrated in a way that is a little bit shocking, maybe even offensive to our uh, more polite sensibilities. Hosea is the first among 12 minor prophets whose writings appear in the Old Testament Uh, He is one of three prophets God sent to Israel, the northern kingdom, sometimes referred to as Ephraim in the book of uh, Hosea. Ephraim was the largest of the 10 tribes that seceded, that broke away. Remember how the kingdom divided after Solomon's reign into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom? 10 of the 12 tribes of Israel went north with Jeroboam, who was the most wicked king And he led them into idolatry, spiritual prostitution, God is going to call it in the book of Hosea. The other prophets that God sent to the northern kingdom besides Hosea are Jonah and Amos. And we'll get to those uh, Old Testament minor prophets uh, a little bit later. Hosea ministered for nearly a half century, long enough to see the fulfillment of his prophecies come true when the Assyrians uh, took captive the northern kingdom. And in that way, he's a little bit like Jeremiah, who uh, lived long enough to see the prophecies that he gave to the southern kingdom, to Judah, come true when the Babylonians came and took them captive uh, as well. Now, uh, Hosea's personal love story and his family life serve as an illustration of God's relationship with Israel, an illustration of faithless Israel, we might say, and her tragic departure from her covenant relationship with God. Marriage is a covenant relationship. And God uses throughout the Old Testament the marriage language, the romantic language to describe his relationship with Israel. Israel broke covenant. Covenant. She was like an adulteress that went away and broke her wedding vows, her covenant vows to the Lord. No prophet preached a more dramatic and more painful sermon than Hosea did. Uh, Chapters 1 to 3 read like a sad Hallmark movie. I I know that because uh, this week was my anniversary, and last night I found myself watching not a Hallmark movie, but a Hallmark series. Guys, give me a little bit of love here, a little bit of... It's anniversary time in the Jones household, and you know a good Hallmark movie, you know? There's a happy story. There's a sad story in there. Hosea and Gomer is a sad, tragic Hallmark story. In chapter 1 and verse 2, God tells Hosea, are you ready for this? To marry a prostitute named Gomer. And immediately we're introduced to this turbulent romance. You know, If you were Hosea, you might say, Lord, you want me to do what? <laughs> some, some ministry assignments are difficult, and Hosea's was a difficult one. Chapter 1 and verse 2, go take to yourself a wife of whoredom, that word's in the Bible, and have children of whoredom. For the land commits great whoredom by forsaking the Lord." Chapter 1 and verse 2 sets forth the expectations here. This is not like any other love story, and it's going to illustrate something that is grieving the heart of God. His bride, Israel, has departed and broken covenant with him. Given Gomer's sinful lifestyle, according to the law of Moses, she should have been stoned to death. However, God preempts his own law for purposes of illustrating his loyal love to Israel. This is, the, this is the beauty of the story and of the book of Hosea. Well, respectfully, Hosea obeyed the Lord and he married Gomer, and, and their marriage produced uh, three children. This is all in chapter 1. Each of their three children further illustrated uh, the way God felt about Israel, who, again, had engaged in spiritual prostitution by falling into idolatry and immorality, by, by following not King David and his lineage, but by following Jeroboam, who led that northern kingdom into idolatry year after year after year. And all of the kings after him, all of the kings in the northern kingdom were always compared to the wickedness of Jeroboam. And they never returned to the Lord. Uh, Their first child, Hosea and Gomer's first child, was a son named Jezreel. And Jezreel means, literally, God will scatter, God will revenge. Chapter one, verses four and five, the Lord said, call his name Jezreel, for in just a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. And on that day, I will break the bow, the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. Wow. Just this child's name was predictive in its prophecy. Next, Gomer gave birth to a daughter named Loruhamah. Her name means no mercy. God was about to show no mercy to the house of Israel because of her stubborn disobedience. And sadly, Lo-Ruhamah would would never know her father's pity. Uh, the tender, merciful touch of her father. Some people say that her name indicates that she did not know who her father was at all. And if that were the case, this would have introduced scandal into Hosea's household at that time. And perhaps points us to the fact that from God's perspective, our secret sin is always an open scandal in heaven, grieving the heart of God. And then finally, Gomer gives birth to a third child, This time it's a boy named Lo-Ami, which means not my people. It's as though God is saying through the name of this third child, you are acting like like you are not my child at all, Israel. You ever felt like saying that to your kids' parents? Uh, Catherine and I raised uh, two kids, a boy and a girl, and there were times I wanted to look at them and said, you are acting like you are not my child, you are a child of the devil, you know? Oh, come on, you wanted to say that too to your kids. Come on now, you're in church. You gotta be honest, right? Actually, that's exactly what Jesus said to the Pharisees in John chapter eight and verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. Ooh, strong words coming from the sweet savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And this third child illustrated that. Through that child's name, the Lord was saying, through Hosea, and Gomer, and this third child, Israel, you are acting, you're, you're my child. I, I, I birthed you into existence. I, 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 I delivered you from, from the Egyptians. I, I have cared for you through the world, but you are not acting like my child. You're acting like a child of the devil.
1: Don't go away, we'll be right back with more of Dr. Ron Jones' message, Hosea, God's Loyal Love. New to the program? If so, we want you to know that we archive all of Ron's messages at our website, somethinggoodradio.org. That's somethinggoodradio.org. And when you stop by, use the Partner tab right at the top of the homepage to check out the 828 Club, a special group of people who partner with Ron so that he can keep sharing the truth of God's Word the whole year through. Join the A28 Club right from our website or give us a call at 757-276-1099. Again, that's 757-276-1099. God is absent of the fallen emotions that besieges the human race, but he is not absent of all emotion. Coming up next, Ron takes us to the very heart of God and to the love he has for his children. Let's join him now for the second half of today's Something Good radio message. Hosea, God's loyal love.
0: By the way, a person becomes a child of God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know that, don't you? The lie of liberal theology is that, well, we're all children of God. Let's just join hands and sing we are the world and we are the children of God. And in a general sense, That is true. We're all created in the image of God. Uh, He he is our creator. But as the um, story of redemption unfolds and even spills into the New Testament, uh, the Bible is very specific about saying that we we, we must be born into God's family. You become a child of God when by faith you are born into the family of God. John chapter 1 and verse 12 says, but to all who receive him, that is Jesus Christ, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. If you've not placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you're not a child of God by the Bible's definition. You're a child of the devil. And I know those are strong words, but you know, the Lord is speaking truth to Israel through, through Hosea. Hard words, hard imagery, a stern message uh, wrapped in his commitment to the covenant and his steadfast love, his loyal love, and even his magnificent mercy that we'll talk about a little bit later. You're not a child of God just because you were born to Christian parents or born in a Christian nation or because you, you come to church enough to you know, make yourself feel good being and becoming a child of God is entirely the work of God. John 12 and verse 13 says, you were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. When God draws you to him and actually gives you the faith to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're born again. Born into God's forever family as a child of God. Let's keep that in mind as we work our way through Hosea. In Hosea, God's heart is broken over the waywardness of Israel, his bride, and um, he, he almost takes on the role of a jilted lover whose emotions vacillate. You know, one minute He's he's Grieving over his wayward children, and uh, he, he's angry at them and ready to cast off Israel to her enemies. And in the very next breath, he wants her back if she would only repent and only come to him. And, and you, you, you read through Hosea, and you, you see these, these roller coaster like emotions, very much like a, a lover who has been um, betrayed by a spouse. For example, in chapter 11 and verses 8 and 9, how can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboim? Adma and Zeboim were, were two cities of the plain that were destroyed along with Sodom and Gomorrah. He says, my heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. Uh, this is one uh, oscillation or vacillation of the of the emotions that God has where, where he is heartbroken. He, he is, he is a, a shrinking back from the idea of abandoning his bride, Israel. But in the very next breath, chapter 12 and verse 2, the Lord has an indictment against Judah and will punish Jacob according to his ways. He will repay him according to his, de- his deeds. If you have had the unfortunate experience of being betrayed by a lover, you understand these emotions. You understand how one minute just, you know, your, your heart goes out to that person. You want that person to come back to you. And the next moment, you are so spitting mad at what they did. And the Lord displays those kinds of emotions here. Truth is always stranger than fiction, isn't it? And especially when it comes to, uh, to romance. If you go all the way back to chapter 3, in verse 1, we read these words. And the Lord said to me, this is Hosea speaking go again. Now he's been married to her for a while. He married this prostitute who became his wife. She bore three children to him. Go again and love a woman who is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Even as the Lord loves the children of Israel, though they turn to their gods and love cakes of raisins. It appears that uh, Gomer had returned to her immoral lifestyle, just as Israel kept going back to the Baals, to the pagan gods. Kind of reminds me of an old eagle song that says, there she goes, uh, heading toward the cheating side of life, the cheating side of town. Gomer just had a cheating streak, and she was illustrative of Israel, who had a cheating side. Always running to the cheating side of town was Israel. And the words go again there suggest that the Lord never gives up on us. And through, through Hosea, he says, go, go get her again. There she goes again, onto the cheating side of town. Go get her again, Hosea, and love her back to you. Chapter 3 says that Hosea bought her. Can you believe that? I mean, she's out there offering her services like a prostitute. He bought her an illustration of how the Lord Jesus Christ, though we spit in his face purchased our redemption on the cross through his blood. Here's the Christ connection through the story here. And what kind of God is this in the Bible that would do such a thing, whose love is so loyal, so steadfast? Jeremiah the prophet said in Lamentations 3 and verse 22, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. He is far more committed to us than we ever will be to him as we continue to run to the cheating side of life and act like children of the devil more than children of God. Uh, To make the point about how much he loves us, God seems, uh, (laughs) I say, willing to risk traveling into scandalous territory. This this is a scandalous story. It's it's even uh, a, a bit hard for us in in the 21st century to digest some of this. But think back to Hosea's time. this, This had scandal written all over it. But if you fast forward in the unfolding of the redemption story, and I know you know this part of the story, about a young teenage girl who turned out to be the mother of Messiah, pregnant before she wed, An unwed teenager who gives birth to Messiah. That that may not shock you today, a a teenage pregnancy. Should, but it doesn't. Common, right? You know, people giving birth out of wedlock, common in our world. 2,000 years ago, you want to talk about shocking and scandalous. I'm not trying to, you know, discolor the Christmas story, but that's part of the Christmas story. Scandal. And how, how would Joseph convince everybody about this, this Holy Spirit conception that they were talking? Would anybody even believe the story? That's part of Christmas. But God doesn't seem to be bothered by it. He just moves toward scandal, or what the world would call scandalous. Even sent his angels to announce it to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest. Don't worry about what all those people think, Joseph. This is what I'm doing. And likewise, as he tells his prophet Hosea, gives him a ministry assignment, a hard ministry assignment uh, to Mary Gomer. Now, the imagery and the language in Hosea are admittedly offensive. In fact, the Lord calls Israel, are you ready for this? A spiritual whore. Hosea chapter 4 and verse 12 says of the nation, for a spirit of whoredom has led them astray and they have left their God to play the whore.
1: The book of Hosea gives us a clear, unmistakable picture of the love God has for those who are in Christ, despite our sometimes wayward hearts. Despite the times we sin and rebel, his heart remains steadfast. The covenant he has made with us is one he will never break, no matter how many times we do. You're listening to Something Good Radio with Dr. Ron Jones. And today's message, Hosea, God's loyal love, along with all of Ron's messages, can be heard on demand at somethinggoodradio.org. Use the radio tab at the top of the homepage. That's somethinggoodradio.org. While you're there, be sure to check out a discipleship coaching experience developed by Dr. Ron Jones called Starting Point, A Disciple's First Steps. In Starting Point, Ron takes you back to the fundamentals of the Christian faith and helps equip you to fulfill the Great Commission by making disciples of Jesus Christ who go and make disciples. To find Starting Point, A Disciple's First Steps, look for Something Good courses when you visit somethinggoodradio.org. Something Good exists only through the faithful prayer and financial support of friends like you. And for your gift to Something Good Radio today, we'll send you a new resource written by Dr. Ron Jones that goes along with his current series, Route 66, The Ultimate Road Trip Through the Bible. It's an ebook that covers the minor prophets of the Old Testament, Hosea through Malachi. This content is available for a limited time to our monthly partners or for anyone who sends a gift today. Give online at somethinggoodradio.org. Mail your gift to P.O. Box 6245, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23456. Or call our offices at 757 276 1099.
0: You're a child of God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that Jesus' death upon the cross was a propitiation. In other words, it means it satisfied the wrath and the punishment of God. So God is not punitive with his children, but he does discipline his kids. Like a father disciplines his children. And he's never punitive or disciplinary for the sake of punishment or discipline. It's to win us back.
1: That's next time when Ron shares part two of his message, Hosea, God's Loyal Love. Join us then for Something Good, for Ron and the entire team here at Something Good Radio. I'm Brian Davis saying God bless and thanks for listening.